If you're trying to be productive, you've probably already been advised to wake up early, block time on your calendar for important tasks, use Calendly for scheduling, turn off notifications, focus on one task at a time, daily highlights, reply to emails at a specific time once a day, use different morning routines, dopamine fasting. The list goes on and on. But what if I told you that these tips address the symptoms rather than the root cause? It's like if your neck hurts and you take painkillers. Yeah, you feel better, but you don't solve the problem. You need to understand what causes the pain, right? It could be an uncomfortable pillow or your posture. In this episode, I'll share what I've learned about productivity over the past 10 years running startups. As a founder, you must juggle fundraising, hiring talents, sales and marketing, so productivity becomes crucial. Here, we must run as fast as we can just to stay in place. And if you wish to go anywhere, you must run twice as fast as that, as Lewis Carroll said. For me, productivity consists of two skills. Learning these skills gives you 80% of the desired outcome. Let's talk briefly about them and then dive into each separately. The first one is the ability to focus when needed. The second is an intuitive understanding when you need to zoom out. The first skill, the ability to focus, obviously helps you finish the task, but it also allows you to enjoy the process. You are in the flow when you are 100% focused on a challenging task. All your energy is spent on achieving the result, but you fully enjoy what you do. The second one, intuitive understanding, when you need to zoom out, helps you to stop doing things that are not the most important at the moment. It's like the internal voice that tells you, hold on a second, why are you doing this particular thing now? Is it the most important one? Is there any easier way to do it? It's like built-in prioritization that sends you an alert when you do something that's not the most important right now. Now let's discuss these things separately. The ability to focus. To me, the focus isn't just about avoiding distractions. It's the most fundamental mean of happiness and change in our lives. You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. One of the most famous Stoics, Marcus Aurelius, said. You've probably heard of Stoicism's main idea that we need to worry only about things we can control. And I believe that we people control way less than we want to think. The result of your sales pitch may depend more on the mood of your clients than on your presentation. This mood may depend on what your clients ate for breakfast and the street traffic. You can control traffic. And deep inside, I think we're all afraid to admit how little we control. But there is at least one thing we fully control. It's our focus. And it's enough to be happy and successful. Changes are happening only in the areas of our focus. Here is an example from my personal life. I work with a nutritionist. We discuss what I should eat and what to avoid. I can't say I'm learning something fundamentally new. I know I should eat less sugar, consume enough protein, etc. But yet, my health has improved since we started work together. So why do I need a nutritionist if I don't learn anything new? Because she helps me to stay focused on this area of my life. Every day I send her notes with everything I ate and we discuss it. Essentially, I'm not paying for consulting advice or motivation. I am paying to keep me focused on my health. The thing is that focus is a muscle. It means you can grow it. And the best exercise here is meditation. I imply nothing spiritual. 
Next time you have a few spare minutes, try closing your eyes and focusing on your breath, some relaxing music, or on your steps if you walk. How long can you stay focused until you find yourself lost in your thoughts? I doubt you can last more than 30 seconds if your focus muscle isn't trained. And if you can't stay focused for 30 seconds on your breath, how will you stay focused on writing an important email or making a sales deck, which usually takes definitely more than 30 seconds? Focus is crucial to be able to finish the task. But as I mentioned earlier, it's also crucial for enjoying the process. You will feel exhausted if you are constantly bothered by negative thoughts and think about past mistakes or future problems. Being 100% focused on one task at a time brings you joy and sends you in this pleasant flow state. Meditation is the best and easiest exercise to train your focus to last longer. It's the most beneficial and impactful habit in my life. I'm not going to go into detail on how to meditate, because you can find a lot of materials on it all over the internet. Just one recommendation. Don't overthink and judge yourself. Sitting a few minutes a day in silence, focusing on your breath and getting back when you catch yourself deep into your thoughts isn't that hard. You can do it anywhere. I do it as many times as possible during the day. Every 30 seconds when you're in the elevator or waiting for someone is already something. It will be easier and easier to meditate every week, and you will start loving it. After 3-6 months of practice, you will notice a huge improvement in your ability to focus. And with the focus comes change. Now, let's talk about the second skill. Intuitive understanding when you need to zoom out. Why is it important? If you don't have the skill, you may use small and important task to procrastinate, and you won't notice it. When you are super focused, there still should be this built-in prioritization tool that constantly evaluates whether this thing you're doing at the moment is worth your time now, or maybe there is something more important. I'll give you an example from my life. I am a co-founder and CEO at Hints, a productivity startup. Like all founders, I am wearing too many hats. I have to do fundraising, hiring calls with clients, and work on product and marketing. On top of that, I have a lot of uncertainty and anxiety, which is part of the game if you are a founder of an early-stage startup. When I'm working on something small and predictable, let's say I'm making a newsletter for our 5,000 users, I can spend way too much time on it. Is it important? Yes, 5,000 users will see it and may subscribe to the product if it's good. So it's important. Should I spend more than one hour on it? No, of course not. I probably have more important things to do. For instance, I have to send an update to VCs to show our revenue growth and raise more money, which will buy us more time to build a better product. But raising money is less pleasant work than making a cool newsletter. If I don't know when to zoom out, I may use this newsletter like I use social media to procrastinate, to distract myself from more important but less pleasant things. How to learn the skill to zoom out? The first exercise here is the same. It's meditation. It doesn't teach you only how to stay focused. It also teaches you how to feel your body, space, sounds, and mood simultaneously and stay focused on your breath. So you stay conscious of the environment while super focused. It's exactly what you need when you're focused on one task, but you need to be aware of how this task is fitting your business or life environment and whether it's the most important one now. The second exercise is to identify things in your life that suck out your energy 
and learn how to remove these things from your life. Why is it important? I noticed that we all seek inspiration. We try to find something that gives us energy. But we need to care more when we waste this energy. Not wasting is actually easier and definitely more predictable than gaining. If you remove all unnecessary things that waste your energy, you'll realize how much you left. If you have a lot of energy and stay calm and peaceful, you'll spend this energy on something important. How to understand what draws your energy? Think about something that bothers you and attracts your attention when you don't want it. There are some low-hanging fruits here. They're all based on my life and my experience, but you may find it helpful. Number one. Small promises that you gave but can't keep. You promised your friend to help with uh, something. Then you realize you can't do it because you are busy with something else. You feel guilty and postpone telling your friends that you won't be able to help. First, try to give fewer promises. Second, if you already know you can't keep them, say it now. Be human. Tell them how you feel. Say, I told you I was going to help you, I know. But things changed. I feel very sorry I can't help you, etc. You'll be surprised how relieved you'll feel and how much energy you will get by just telling what you feel and saying sorry. Number two. Feeling guilty takes a lot of energy. The problem is that too often we feel guilty when we shouldn't. I know I could feel guilty for things I have nothing to do with. I thought it was just my weird psychological flaw. Then I found out many of my friends have the same thing. So now, when I feel guilty about something, I ask myself whether it's reasonable. Could I do something better, or is it my zone of responsibility at all? Often the answer is no. Also, therapy helped me here a lot. Number three, being in a rush. I spend more energy on my routine when I'm in a hurry. Sending an email to a client when I'm in a rush and need to finish it as soon as possible to jump on another task takes three times more energy than sending the same email at my regular pace. So when I feel I'm in a rush, I slow down. Also, I try to avoid all situations which make me hurry. I come to meetings earlier. I try to avoid back-to-back -back calls, etc. To sum it up, when I remove everything that draws my energy, I can stay mindful and feel what's happening to me right now. To sum it up, when I remove everything that draws my energy, I can stay mindful and feel what's happening to me right now. I can find myself doing something just to distract myself from doing more important things. It's easy to understand that you procrastinate when you're on social media or playing video games. But sometimes work can become procrastination as well. And it's important to catch these moments. In other words, you need a lot of energy to have this built-in prioritization tool. And the most efficient way to have more energy is to waste less on small, unnecessary things. If you learn these skills, focus, and the ability to zoom out, you'll be super productive. And more importantly, you won't need your discipline. Discipline is very unreliable. If you abuse it, it breaks. Productivity shouldn't be hard. It's the motto of my company, Hints. The two principles I described in this video are also fundamental blocks of our product. It helps you to stay focused and waste less energy on things that are not important. For instance, on updating your project management tools or CRM. With hints, you can forward any conversation or text from your messenger or email and automatically create a ticket in your project management tool 
or create a new contract or update a contact in your CRM. If you build a product and have a lot of conversations about bugs, feature requests, or ideas in Slack, WhatsApp, Telegram, or even SMS, you can save energy and copy-pasting them to your Jira, ClickUp, Notion, or Trello. Just forward everything to Hints, and it will automatically create a ticket for you or update your old ticket. Also, if you work in sales, you can forward your sales notes to Hints, which will automatically create or update your CRM deals and contracts. You can stay focused on what matters and spend less time and energy on context switching. I hope you found this episode useful. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.